Over 86,000 seniors and 8,000 employees across seven organizations make up the Abmir family of companies. This podcast is dedicated to getting to know some of these incredible people. I'm your host, Thomas Cloutier. Welcome to the People of Admir Pod. Hi, I'm Shaylen Miller, producer of the People of Avamir Pod and content and media specialist with the Avamir Marcom team. Today, I'm stepping in for our podcast host, Thomas Cloutier. I'm a foster mom, dog mom, and I enjoy my free time hiking and visiting the beach. My favorite part of my job is getting to know the incredible team members, patients, and residents across the Avamir family of companies. This month, we're honoring Jewish American Heritage Month, National Nurses Day, and Mother's Day, among other notable observances. Follow Avamir Health Services on social media and visit www.avamir.com forward slash DEI to see all the ways we're celebrating this month. Today, we have the pleasure to get to know Jean Allen from Seattle, Washington, 96 years young. Jean has become quite the local celebrity for her knitting and has received knitting needles and letters from across the country. Jean was born and raised on the East Coast where she owned a yarn shop and now resides at Queen Anne Healthcare where she has enjoyed living since 2016. Welcome, Jean. Yeah, thank you. Uh, First question for you. I hear you have a passion for knitting. So what got you interested in knitting? Because my grandfather knit all the time. I mean, a lot of time. And I never knit. So, you know, I want to knit. And my grandmother just settled in and taught me how to knit. And it was very companionable at that point because I'd go over to her house and sit in there when she was. And then then it just sort of fell into a usual pattern. That's wonderful. So you kind of learned from your grandma then how to knit? Yes. Yes. Now, I have to say my mother also, but my grandmother was the one who said, let me teach you to knit. So that was that. She was a very busy lady who did lots of things. Um, and I learned to knit. I mean, it was kind of, I could say to my friends, this is what my grandmother did. Oh, that's wonderful. She sounds like a wonderful woman. And I also heard that you ran a yarn shop. So how did that begin? Did you run that with your mother and grandmother? No. Oh, no. That was much later. Um, it was after I, after I was married and after I had at least one child, I would say it was 1970 to 1980. It was as long as my husband was still working. I think both my parents had died and his also. And I said, is it all right to have a yarn shop? But it wasn't just any yarn shop. (laughs) Excuse me. It was in a little town where we lived. 
and I even, it really was little, Basking Ridge, New Jersey. And it's a beautiful little town. That's a good place to start because you have so many friends. And, and friends all came in. Not all of them did it, but they all came in and talked and did things. And it was, it was a social place as well in the very beginning. That sounds like a really special place. What was the name of your yarn shop? Jean Allen's Yard Barn. Oh, that's amazing. Wow, that's incredible. I had a lovely time. I made friends. I, I loved the town. I mean, the town was really a block, a block long. And on one side was uh, the meat market, and on the other side was a grocery store. And people came to the, buy meat, and they came to buy groceries. And so there I was right smack in the middle with them. And, and they come. One time, my husband came in and said, guess what you've just done to me? I said, I don't know. He said, you increase my tax payment. And so that was, that was exciting to realize that I'd made enough profit to, to up his payment. And, and we laughed a lot about that. And I also, I had a sister, a younger sister, oh, maybe at the most five miles away. And she was either coming into town for things or I would take time and go see her. And then I had another sister in a larger town, the other direction, probably 15, 20 miles away. But I really had family around. And, and everything is more fun and it just was so nice to have them as well. Sort of that made everything perfect because of our, our lives interchanging. That's good to have that support close by. Yes, it was. You're absolutely right. They didn't knit, <laughs> but they, they were a big support. Oh, I'm glad. I'm so glad. And you continued to knit and you became a kind of a local celebrity for your knitting talent. Um, I heard you were kind of a local celebrity and getting needles from all across the country and in interviews. So tell me, how did that happen? And what was that like? It really absolutely astounded me. I didn't think much about it other than that because I can't imagine all these people. It takes the time. And the, the one from Colorado, and I thought, oh, 
you know, that's very sad after they've had killings there. And then we had them. I thought about it. What impressed me was, I mean, more than impressed me, astounded me, is that they got up and did something about it. And that, that is, I think, remarkable. Now, I've been doing something about it, but I haven't written yet. I had to sort everything carefully with little tags from one, most places were from Amazon. And then also have problems. And, but I, I will remember that I just, isn't that remarkable to you? Yeah, it's amazing that your knitting has really impacted so many people that they're writing to you. That's incredible. I got a wonderful letter from from the lady in Colorado. Such a nice letter. You know, it felt like we were almost been best friends. And I thought, she doesn't even know anything about me except what the reporter said. And, and she would write this. So it says a lot for people. Most everybody said something nice, friendly. Now this is something interesting that came. And I'm going to open it up and show you. Um, and You've been getting all kinds of exciting gifts. Yes, it's really. Yes, that's true. This is a bag of knitting supplies. It has ends of knitting needles. It has it has the straight part of a knitting needle, and you fit this onto this. It has every part of a needle that you can think of. Also, that you can change things while you're in the middle of knitting. You can put stops. And now that's part of a knitting needle. All these are little parts of knitting needles. And these are all make your needles yourself, is what it is. And here is explaining how you put them all together. And so far, I've not been smart enough to put them together. <laughs> but it looks like quite the task. It, it is mind-boggling. And it's a lovely, it's a lovely gift to have. Isn't that something? That is quite something. That is such a thoughtful gift. Yes. Yes, because that's what started it was. The reporter asked me if I was knitting here. And I said, no, I didn't bring anything with me. Knitting needles. Well, knitting needles came by the hundreds. Wow, are those all your packages you've received? You've got quite a collection over there. <laughs> 
it's amazing. It really is. As I said in the very beginning, the fact that some people stopped whatever they were doing and sent them. Just, just, just amazing. So for all those people that sent you those incredible gifts and thoughtful letters, if they were listening to this podcast right now, what message would you share with them? Just keep on knitting. It's just a secondary occupation. It's not, it's not something, you know, that you have to give up the world for. It's just something, sometimes it's a very calming thing to do. It, very, it can be very peaceful, and you would sit there relaxed and, and live, because you don't have to think much about it. I raised four children and a husband who went to work every day. So it really had to fit into everybody's schedule. Anything I did had to. But, but it was lovely for that reason. At the end of the day, when everybody was in bed and going to sleep, hopefully, I could just sit down and knit. And, and, and I would recommend it anytime. It, it's been a very pleasant, pleasant life. It's my parents living around the corner. And at one point, not always, but in the beginning, and, and two sisters nearby. There were other things. That I did, I loved. I joined to the movies. I can't wait to go see a movie. I like what you said about knitting bringing you peace. That is something that is especially important during COVID 19. I understand that you overcame the COVID 19 virus. And what was that like? And how were you able to push through that during that difficult time? I was lucky. And I was well cared for. Everybody who had a virus here at Queen Anne Healthcare was sent downstairs. So you were sort of isolated. But I was never aware of being isolated. And in a few weeks, I was back upstairs. So it didn't take long. But what I think about is, Afterward, all my joints ached, my muscles ached, and that was part of the virus. And that's what I got left with. Even when I went where they were taking care of virus patients, I'm glad I was here and not home in my room all by myself because I had wonderful care here. Absolutely. And people were friendly and warm. And so it's more like a family. It's been a perfect place to be when you're by yourself. 
I am so glad to hear that you're enjoying your time at Queen Anne Healthcare. That makes me feel so good. I'm glad that you have these great experiences with the staff and with fellow residents. That really makes a big difference. Thank you. I'm glad you, you enjoy hearing it. The staff, all the employees are marvelous. All the employees, all the nurses and the aides have really been wonderful. So I signed up to stay the rest of my life. And that could be a day or a week or a month or whatever. Well, I'm so glad it made such an impression on you that you decided to make Queen Anne Healthcare your home. That's, that's wonderful. Well, the idea, a great home and being alone in an apartment again, it just, I, it really scared me. And when I saw that there was an alternative, that was, sounded great. Oh, good. Thank you so much for sharing, Jean. I hear you're 96 years young. You've lived <laughs> a life, you know, with your yarn shop and this great talent. What words of wisdom do you have to share to fellow listeners? With being 96 years young, I don't know who I would say. I think I've been fortunate and blessed. And that, that's what I can say. I don't know what this, other than that, just be grateful and tell God, thank you. I don't feel he singled me out in all the world to, to make me, give me long life at all. But nevertheless, I do tell him that I appreciate this. Thanks for sharing. So I have one more question here for you, Jean. Here at Avamir, we consider our team members and fellow residents and patients family. So what does family mean to you? That's very important. And of course, my, my husband has died, my parents, my sisters have passed on. A week ago, my youngest son, who probably is in his upper 60s, I hadn't seen him in over a year. He came. And that was very exciting and wonderful. My daughter lives in Fairbanks. She's been up there for 40 some years or 50. And she runs a bead shop. And, and she has made beads for me. That's incredible. It's like she's following in your footsteps a little bit. You had a yarn shop. She, she has a bead shop. And sometimes she would sit in the den with me. And she'd be working on a beading project. And I'd be knitting. And we both had to be rocking in time with each other. This is one this red necklace that she made. Oh, that's beautiful. And it really is lovely. And it says something. Rock on, sister. That's me. Oh, very cool. Very nice. 
Yes, she settled a lot of things. And said that's her business, is that she runs a beauty shop. This one I thought I was too old to wear. Oh. Anything that said rock on, sister. So I wear it all the time. You have some really special necklaces here from your daughter. That's amazing. I do. So you have a son and a daughter, right? I have three sons. Oh, three sons. Yes, and a daughter. Oh, wow. The oldest one is living here. The next one down lives in Alabama. And the third one lives here. He's the, the one who's still working. They sort of judge each other. <laughs> oh, you're still working. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's so special to have family close by. Yes, it is. It makes all the difference. And then I have two granddaughters. The first, my first two grandchildren live here. And they came over one night and stood under the window and talked to me that way, with my window open in there. And that was nice. Yes, Aww. we've been close. That is so special. It is. It means all the world. And the others live all around at um, Georgia, Fairbanks, other places like that. It's been interesting. And it certainly has broadened our interest and our knowledge, having them all over. That's wonderful. It seems like you have a very special family. Thank you so much, Jean. I have loved getting to know you and hearing your story. And thank you so much for sharing about your family and your knitting passion. That's an, it's been a pleasure to me. And I thank you for coming to, to visit in this way. Yes, thank you so much, Gene. Thank you to our listeners for tuning in to the People of Amir Pod. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform and follow Amir Health Services on Facebook to keep listening in.